Before we get started, whether this is your first episode of AMSA AdLib or your 40th, we need to know what you'd like to be hearing, and you could pick up one of our $100 Amazon gift cards along the way. Please take our brief survey. You can find a link to it at amsa.org slash adlibsurvey. Are you making the most out of your group and team time? Welcome to AMSA AdLib. I'm your host, Christine Camizio. Previously, we spoke with medical students about some of the team conflicts they've run into and how they overcame those difficulties as a group. In this episode, we're building on some of those lessons learned by talking to AMSA staff and fellows about tips and tricks they've picked up while working on teams day in and day out, both in office environments and with virtual groups of medical student leaders. These days, we're always looking for an easy fix. Come on, isn't there an app to fix our team? Not exactly, but of course, there are ways to use software to help you implement healthy team dynamics, such as transparent goals and team member accountability. You don't even need anything fancy like the big project planning suites. First up, we mentioned the need for an agenda published in advance of meetings. Okay, so maybe that's a little obvious, but what should it include specifically? Here's AMSA's Chief Partnership Officer, Jamie Thayer-Skates, with what she likes to see in an agenda. So I try and keep a small group or team on track in a meeting uh, using a couple of tactics. The first being come with an agenda so that everybody knows what we are trying to cover in a specific amount of time. In addition to that, I try to allot a specific amount of time for each agenda item so that we know how long we will be covering each topic. Uh, followed by setting the tone at the beginning of the meeting of what you are looking to accomplish and what your goal is for the meeting. Meaning, is it a brainstorming meeting? Is it a meeting where we are going to leave with action items? So what specifically we are looking to accomplish? Followed by when we're in the meeting, uh, recognizing when we've hit a point of time where we need to wrap up that topic and adhering to that timeline and wrapping up in due time so that we're able to cover everything that we've intended to cover. The worst feeling is halfway or even a quarter of the way into a meeting, and you have the sudden realization, did I even need to be sitting in on this? Why are we even talking right now? Well, setting up goals for the meeting would probably help. Also, don't be afraid to question whether a meeting is even necessary. Here's Dr. Allison Case on deciding whether a meeting is just extraneous and what might work instead. So I think sometimes when you're working on a project with other people, there are times when it's a more effective and um, efficient use of your time to discuss a project by email or um, maybe briefly over the phone, uh, rather than meeting together in person. There's times when you're working on a project and it's a better use of your time, um, rather than getting everyone together, to exchange ideas by email or um, maybe early in the planning stages of a project when you might not have material to discuss in depth. It might be better to use your email as a baseline for your next meeting. When I'm working with groups, I use a lot of our Google platform uh, when I think about organizing a meeting. So either we can share our documents together using Google Docs, sometimes use Doodle to organize a meeting and get everybody on the same schedule. And I think those are both great platforms to use to make sure everybody's on the same page. So where do you get started on a group project? Staff members had thoughts on this as well. And this can be where some of those simple software solutions come into play. Here's AMSA's Chief Membership Officer, Noreen Rich. 
The software I use for project planning, especially if it's a team project, is I traditionally start with a doodle poll, which is a free online tool that you can use to schedule meetings, especially with volunteer management and people being placed all across the country. Scheduling can be a big challenge. So that is the first tool I use is to coordinate a time that works for everybody. And then locking that time in and sending out meeting invites to go ahead and get that started. Some of the collaborative tools that I will use online will include the Google products. So Google Docs, Google Sheets, I guess Google Forms is another one that we use. The thing that I found valuable about that, especially here with our volunteers, is that it allows us to collaborate all at different times. So I can go in and make an update and not have to send it as an attachment, but they will go in and be able to see it. And we don't have to kind of go through all the various emails to track. Well, I sent you that email two weeks ago, and then I sent you a different version three days later. And then, you know, I resent it two days ago. So it's more of a central location for everybody to access the same document, um, regardless of the changes that have been made. And then it does also allow you to see comments, kind of like words, um, comment and track chains function, which I found valuable in another life. So that is also useful because a lot of the times people will have questions about things or omissions that they want to address or, or other things that just allow you to kind of create engagement, but also manage it as well. My first steps in organizing a team project generally include, I guess, defining what the goal is. Um, Without knowing what we're trying to achieve and, I guess, the outcome or the end result we're looking for, um, you're just going to kind of be running around aimlessly. So once you've defined a goal, then I think the next step is identifying the resources that you need in order to achieve that goal. So that may be people, that may be money, that may be access to things. Um, get your resources in line to then move forward to achieve the goal because um, once you have your team, you can start delegating or assigning tasks to who's going to take the charge on what and who's going to kind of be the checks and balances to make sure that those tasks are being achieved in a timely order and that you're staying on track toward reaching your end goal as a team. AMSA AdLib is brought to you by the American Medical Student Association. I'm your host, Christine Camizio. This episode was produced by Pete Thompson and myself. Joshua Caulfield is the show's executive producer and Kelly Tibbert is AMSA's national president. Special thanks to the AMSA staff members who shared their tips with us, and especially a fond farewell to Dr. Allison Case, who contributed often to AdLib during her time as AMSA's Education and Advocacy Fellow over the last year. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and thank you for listening.